Welcome to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Each week, we'll be bringing you conversations about the mission of the Salvation Army right here in East Tennessee. For more information about the show and the work the Salvation Army is doing here in Knoxville, Tennessee, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org forward slash BTS. Or you can visit SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. We are here. This is Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. And thank you so much for joining us. We are joined by a, a very special guest. Yes, Janine Eckhart, the Yay. sometimes elusive co-host, is with us. But also, <laughs> but also uh, Major Cam Henderson is here. But the the guest of honor today is Mayor Glenn Jacobs. And we thank you so much, sir, for being with us. Uh, thank you for joining us. And <laughs> thank you for having me. I, I know it's uh, um, this is. I love this room. Actually, this is kind of cool. I wish we had one of these over at the command. Yeah. Well, we could probably just come over and borrow this anytime we need sure, it. Sure, feel free. <laughs> yeah, feel free. We're in our media room uh, here. That yeah, this is. Uh, uh, I do. A, of course, I have video updates and other things that I do, and we needed a bit of a set. And yeah. Then uh, for recordings like this or um, uh, Skype or Zoom calls, those sort of things. Yeah. So this works real well. Fantastic. And yes, you guys can use it if you want. <laughs> Thank you. Kind of at a point where I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's yeah. gracious. That's gracious. Thank you so much. That's All right. really why we wanted to do this. <laughs> well, thanks. To have into awesome. The thanks. Yes. You guys see what we're, what we're rocking and rolling with around here, <laughs> Salvation right? Salvation Army is expanding. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let Janine actually lead off because she had a question. Yeah. And well, I didn't really have a question, but um, a comment. I guess I'm kind of starstruck. I love. <laughs> I love you. Oh well, thank um, you. Big fan. <laughs> Um, we Stop do um, Reed City um, with our homework club, our after-school program, and I was just going to talk about how great it is and how it's gotten our kids into reading. Um, we already did read with them after school, but since we started Reed City, they are reading so much more, and it's just like it's become a habit for them after school, and they're so excited to get their time in every day, and it's just awesome. So. I appreciate you doing that initiative because it's it's working. Well, thank you so much. That is great to hear, and that's exactly what we want. Uh, really, the idea behind Read City USA is just to make reading fun and cool yes. and mm -hmm. uh, to get kids excited about reading. When I was a kid, that was entertainment. I mean, I grew up out in the country. We had two channels on TV, not even three. Right. We didn't get <laughs> the ABC affiliate. We only had two wow. channels. Wow. So uh, reading was really my main form of entertainment and I think that's true for previous generations and you know, now we see the competition with screens TV phone screens all those all that stuff and I'm you know I love technology and I certainly would never say those aren't good things uh, but I think that because that's where we derive most of our entertainment now we've moved away from reading and that's really detrimental for young people yeah. um, third grade literacy is a very important metric. It's a predictor of high school graduation rates and ultimately success in life. So anything that we can do to help our young people read better at an earlier age is very important. And for us too, you know, one of the challenges that we've had with Reads to USA is penetrating into at-risk communities. Yes. And the work that you all do is very important along those lines uh, because we know that if a young person has a stable household, parents are engaged, those sort of things, you know, they're going to do, they're going to, they're going to read to those kids and do all that stuff. It's more for the, the youngsters who have an unstable home situation that all these things be, be really take on a lot more importance. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's exciting for our kids. These kids are 
coming from very difficult situations, either from a, a homeless situation or from a domestic violence situation. Right. And they've been through so much, and we've seen a lot of the trauma. We have a lot of students coming from UT to volunteer. They're here almost every day, and a teacher comes and some others. And so just been working with these kids, and we're just seeing them lighten up. Um, I mean, uh, just light up from the opportunity to read. And so it does cross over those barriers. And the hope, too, for us is that, as you already said, we're working with families who have found themselves really struggling to say, can we do some things or help you achieve some of your goals for the sake of those kids to not maybe face some of those same struggles? And you're right, if we can get them that way to the third grade and then then moving towards graduation, we know the the community changes. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's ultimately it's about breaking the cycle of poverty. Right. And uh, showing everyone and showing especially these kids that uh, there there is a um, a better way, uh, Mm -hmm. a way that they can be productive and be successful with their lives. And as you say, in a measure, it, it is important for the entire community because when we're talking with companies that either want to expand, want to come here, whatever, right now it's all about talent and workforce. Mm -hmm. And if we can provide that, we're going to do very well in the future. If we can't, it's going to be a challenging time for East Tennessee. So anything that we can do to help our young people with education, and again, in in my mind, uh, third grade literacy rates are are one of the foundational uh, building blocks for education. Anything that we can do to help in that area I think is vitally important. Well. Fantastic. Well, and you're not going to find a better champion for this, at least at the Salvation Army, than Janine. When I've she been promoting this for that's great. For, Thank you. Forever. The the, like, the first group she I had really to get on board so with was us because we didn't understand the the the, the program, and so she was very much a cheerleader. Yeah. 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 And the kids no, had a great time. The kids had a great time at the uh, the event. Yeah, the, the, yeah, kickoff, the yeah. kickoff. Yeah, we had the oh, yeah. big band and everything. It was really cool. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of we fun. To go on stage and draw and yeah, um, yeah, and it, awesome. it helps with their creativity because they see in these books, like you said, we want to get them away from the screens. And our kids have found that they can they can read books and be just as entertained as they are with the screens. Like they can right. they can yeah. see the pictures in these books and they can be taken to these imaginary worlds and. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, yeah. I could talk about this all day, but no way. It's awesome. It's it's yes. really helping our kids. <laughs> Thank you for the endorsement. I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. What, what are some other things that are kind of near and dear to your heart? Things that are you saying? Mm-hmm. This is what I want to see happening in Knoxville, either in your tenure or if we can start it and then it keeps going. What what sure. are you seeing really in Knox yeah. County? I believe that one of the biggest challenges that our community faces that a country faces is uh, substance misuse and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And, and we see those all over the place. Yeah. Um, and we're doing some things uh, as a county um, to help in that respect. And then, uh, of course, with organizations such as yours, you know, trying to create synergy among all of us. Mm-hmm. Because I really think that uh, when we all leverage what each individual organization brings to the table – then the old saying is true, the sum becomes 
bigger than the whole, right? Um, So those are the two biggest negative things that I see. We have a lot of great stuff going for us here. This is, I I really do believe this is the best place to live, to work, to play, and to raise a family. That doesn't mean that we don't have our challenges, just like everywhere does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, you mentioned, uh, you know, working together in partnership. And one of the things we did, there was a partnership over Christmas weekend when we had those historically low temperatures. And there was a warming tent that was put up on our property. And that happened because of a partnership between counties between city, between other uh, CARM uh, that was there with us as well. Um, and it was just fantastic working with some of your folks with the county. Um, Sean Griffith, who we've come to know and, and love dearly, just a great guy. And, and uh, so we're grateful for that partnership. We were able to help and save lives that weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, truly. Yeah. And it, well, again, just thank you all for being there. And you're on the front lines of all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, anything that we can do. Uh, to assist, we're more than happy to do that. In that case, as you said, uh, we had historic low temperatures, mm-hmm. single digits, wow. which is pretty dadgum cold here yeah. for East Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and you know the people um, that had nowhere to go, that was life threatening. Yeah. Uh, so we were able to put a tent up where at least folks could be inside and out of that uh, deadly cold weather, and that's yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, and I've always said networking is how things get done uh, when people work together, and we kind of take off the you know, the, the thoughts of who gets credit and all that stuff. And we yeah. just say, you know what, the work needs to get done. Right. And, and I've, that was just a great example of that happening. So uh, thanks again. Well, the, the other thing that we're seeing, um, and uh, you helped uh, turn us on to it, is Renew Clinic. Yes. We've begun mm-hmm. really working with them um, and trying to connect um, with them to f- figure out how to open up our drug and alcohol recovery program. We're hoping to start early this spring, maybe even by the end of March, as a part of our services, but Renew has, uh, we've really discovered them to be um, key future partners with us, like-minded in, in, in our faith, but also like-minded in the desire to really change that. And then um, Gateway opening mm-hmm. up with yes. Karen Pershing and Metro Drug Coalition right next door to right. us. So those kind of partnerships have been just wonderful. And uh, so, but especially the Renew Clinic, I don't, I, they're, they're relatively newer. So I don't, it may have taken us a while to get to connect with them, except on a, on a walk together, you said, Hey, what about these folks? And I said, <laughs> I'll check with them. So that was, uh, that's, that was tremendous for us. And Sarah has been exciting yeah. to, to say, how can we connect and how do we work together? Well, that's great. And uh, so the Renew Clinic is a faith-based outpatient, uh, rehab and therapy center uh, mm-hmm. for folks in recovery and overcoming uh, their addictions. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they, they do wonderful work. Um, they've been around for a couple of years. They're an outgrowth of the Knox County Church Network. Uh, so they're privately funded and uh, again, just do great work. And you know, there's so much overlap between the homelessness issue, substance abuse, mental health. Um, and yeah. if you were to ask me where we can move the needle the most, it's with addressing addiction and mental health, and that's yeah. going to radiate on up uh, into uh, hopefully mitigating some of the homeless issues that we're seeing in right. our community. Well, your folks, too, at um, the health department yeah. were being terrific with us. I mean, we connected with them when we opened the shelter for those who had COVID, um, but then we got to know them and realized this is more of what they do as well with Aaron and with Kevin, mm-hmm. um, yeah. just realizing these are some real key partners, and they've been tremendously helpful so your team has just been a great help to us so thank you yeah thank you um when i first came into office uh 
we worked with the city of Knoxville at the time as Mayor O'Hara on our All for Knox initiative. And the whole idea behind that was, was again, just to build partnerships, collaboration, and get everybody on the same page, which doesn't always happen. And it's amazing. You do those little things, and then all these different things grow out of that. For yeah. instance, you're talking about uh, Aaron Reed, who is uh, the county's substance misuse coordinator. Uh, that position did not exist before the All for Knox initiative. Wow. You know, it was that um, through All for Knox, we realized that we needed that position. Um, and Aaron does a great job. Again, then that also kind of spills over into some homelessness things because you know, those populations are, are unfortunately very aligned. Uh, and we've also been able to get you know, federal grants that we, we didn't know were available before and wouldn't have been able to get without the All for Knox initiative. Um, so I, I can't take credit for it. That was just you know something that we did as a community. But again, it just shows the importance of partnerships, of breaking down silos and all of us working together on an issue that does impact the entire community. Well, I, I will say, and, and you've come and toured our, our property, and I've, I know you've done that in other places, but I one thing that stuck out to me is as I walked with our group there and I watched you interact with some of our clients, I was blown away by how personable you were, by how intentional you were to say hello to them, to spend time with them, to ask them questions. Um, I don't typically see that out of a, a government official, uh, you know? And so I'm, I'm, I just want to say that I'm grateful to see that in you um, because it really showed your heart. I mean, it Thank truly you. did. I am very much of the mind that, uh, but for the grace of God, there go I. Yeah, and absolutely. I've been incredibly blessed and fortunate in my own life. Uh, I've made, like all of us have, I've, you know, made some decisions that, that turned <laughs> out okay if they hadn't. Um, I don't know where I would be. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think we need to look uh, at folks. It's not, you know, my, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fiscal conservative and I, you know, I, I believe that uh, as much as possible, you know, people need to be working and be productive. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, nevertheless, um, the cases where you have some people that that's literally impossible. Yeah. And then other where people have hit a rough spell and made some bad decisions. Yes, it's their fault. They made bad decisions, but they're never going to get out of a hole that they're in unless, you know, yeah. we can kind of help them with that. Um, so uh, th that's just my philosophy is, you know, is I'm no better than anyone else. And I'm just very fortunate that I'm not in the situation that some people find themselves in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Anybody else have any other questions for the mayor? Well, yeah, I, I, we have just another minute or two left. I know, but um, I'm, I'm curious how or when you got the bug to say, okay, I've done the wrestling. I maybe I need to retire, whatever else. I think I'll run for county mayor. Or I see, some, you know, had, had that happen? Or is that what's that journey like? Literally, or is it just I'm tired of healing? I'm tired of being beat up. I don't yeah. know which one might be more well, painful. In, in wrestling, it's you get abused physically, and in politics, you get abused emotionally. <laughs> it feels like. Um, it, it's actually a really simple story. I've always been interested in government and politics, never saw myself in elected office for sure, uh, but kind of toyed with you know different ideas. And literally just one day I woke up and um, thought to myself, you know, Mayor Burchett can't run again. He's term limited. I think he's done a great job, but you know, he's, he's in Congress now and uh, there's an opening there um the time 
was right for me. As you said, I was and winding up my wrestling career and trying to figure out what was next in my life. And uh, I, I felt too that if I was going to get into elected office, you know, people are always like, "Oh, run for Congress, do this or do that." Well, I'm not. I'm not big on Washington D.C. I think they <laughs> cause more problems than they actually solve. Uh, I think a lot more can be done at the state and local level. Yeah, right. And as as mayor, uh, you have tremendous influence on your community. Uh, even if it's not always with formal policy, it is with things like this, being able to sit down and talk with you all and hopefully uh, bring some awareness to, to the different issues that you all are working on uh, and, and you know, building those partnerships and that collaboration. Um, in fact, it's funny because I've asked both uh, Governor Haslam as well as Senator Corker uh, what, what was their favorite job? Uh, senator Corker was mayor of Chattanooga before he became senator. Mm-hmm. And obviously Bill Haslam was mayor of the city of Knoxville. And they both said mayor. And, and the reason <laughs> wow. is because you're close enough to your constituents that you really understand what's going on. Yeah. But then because of the position in, in an executive role, you know, you can actually get some stuff done that otherwise you couldn't. So yeah. it, it was the perfect position at the perfect time for me. Yeah. That's outstanding. Well, um, we we are going to let you go. I know you got it somewhere else. You got to be. Uh, you're a busy guy. But Saint, thank you so much for for taking the time with us today. Uh, truly, thank you all so much. Uh, thank you for the work that you do day in and day out. Uh, you know, we all know about the Red Kettle campaign yep. during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even though that's only out during the holidays, you guys are there year round yeah. and doing a wonderful job. So, just want to thank you so much for everything you do. Well, thank you. And if Appreciate I you. if I lived in Knox County, I'd vote for you, sir. But Thanks. just know there's a Blunt County boy that's rooting for you. All right, okay? Sounds so, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right. Listen, Thank you. The, uh, very, before you do that, yes. I'm just going to say we're we're praying people. This is a Christian. Um, uh, where the Salvation Army is a Christian group, so just yeah. know that we're praying for you, and we appreciate you Absolutely. very much. And the Lord tells us to pray for our elected officials, and um, and uh, so we do that. And right. just want you to know that, and we we appreciate you. And if there's anything we can do or be praying specifically. Let us know. We'll be glad to Same here. shout that to the Lord. Yeah, we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to more of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. And with us now is the Major Henderson with our daily devotional. Sir? Daily devotional. I'm behind like six days. <laughs> All right, weekly. Okay, all right, weekly okay. devotional. All right. All right. Our Monday devotional. Oh, okay. there you go. <laughs> Try not to get behind. Thanks for calling me out like well, that. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> well, what's her name? Beans in here. So anyway. Beans. That's right. Yeah, yeah she's, I, I get. I, I'll take the. I'll take the punches. <laughs> uh, speaking of complete failure, um, no. Just, no. <laughs> wow, where's Beans at? I need her. Yeah. No. No. Have, have you ever said this, Ron? I don't know. I, actually, I won't call you out anymore. Maybe you said this. Maybe you haven't. The devil made me do it. Um, actually, no. I it. never have right, said never that. Never said that. Right. Not sincerely, anyway. No. Or I couldn't help myself. I have said that. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. Sometimes we say it a little lightheartedly, or sometimes it's a little quip, um, or sometimes we truly feel like that way. Like I, I just felt like I couldn't resist. I don't know, a Twinkie. <laughs> or, or something a lot more sinister. Yep. Uh, something very difficult in in our lives, um, or saying something, blurting it out, whatever else. I couldn't help myself. Or you know, truly, it's a it's a saying in our 
cultural context, the devil made me do it. And maybe some believe that more than others, but um, our passage today dispels that thought for us because it says God has given us just the greatest, the perfect gift. I don't want to spoil the message, but okay, I will. He's given us himself. So let's look at it. We're going to be in Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. And in that passage, it says this, just these two verses. Um, Peter writes like Paul in these two verses, and they're long, mm-hmm. but anyway. So here we go. It says this, By his divine power, God has given to us everything we need for a godly life. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I think the NIV says, for life and godliness. So by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for godly life or for life and godliness. We've received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called him, calls us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. That's a powerful passage to me and has been for quite some time. I'm still learning about it and still growing in that passage and letting it grow inside of me. But I, I love that that thought right there. It's not, it's not a, a phrase or a quote. It's not like something you can paint it on one of the signs, but it's not just painted on a sign. It says, God has given you everything you need for life and godliness. The once dead... Now, God's gift is everything you need for life. You've been given life with God, and now you're alive in God. What a gift. I mean, from death to life. Gosh, I can't think of anything else I would have needed more if I were dead than life. <laughs> and and uh, the, the thought of giving us everything we need for godliness. I, I can't think of anything right now in, in, my, in, my, new, in my newborn life Life. I can't think of anything I need more or want more or hate more than the thought of to not have God's godliness. I once was darkened and lost, and now God has given me his light and, and now have godliness from him. Um, goodness, what great gifts. Mm-hmm. And he gave all of this, so God has given everything we need, and then he says he gave all of this by coming to know him, by coming into knowledge of him, by this intimate relationship that uh, we're building with him. He invites us to it, and we've said yes, and we're walking towards that, mm-hmm. towards him and with him in that intimate relationship. And, and so we're, we have everything we need, and maybe having it all and allowing it to grow in us, we have these gifts, everything we need for life and godliness. Because... In that relationship, we're affected by his divine power. It's, it's pretty powerful. And the effect on us is becoming like him. Um, his same power in us, because it's the same him in us, that gives us a godly life and enables us to live a godly life. It, it, that's a, those are powerful thoughts, and I love the thought... Actually, one of the thoughts came to me this morning of, of the thought that this is 
him giving us little deposits of himself as we're coming to know him. Little deposits of himself. One of the words that, that I love is hesed. It's a, it's a word that I've discovered. Um, it doesn't just mean love in the Old Testament. It's a word that means him giving himself to us. And what it looks like is love and faithfulness and eternal um, uh, eternal unchangeableness and um, all those good qualities, all those things that we need is his hased, his his love, his his um, eternal faithfulness to us, loyalty uh, to us, and that that's by coming to know him, we are he's depositing himself into us. And we have everything we need for life and godliness because we have him deposited into us. The one who called us to himself. He didn't call us. The other neat thing he says is he didn't call us with a word or a voice or a whistle. You know, whatever. We have a family whistle. (laughs) And when it's time to gather in together, the the family whistle is there. I won't do it because if I do it here, everyone will will come. (laughs) And if you learn it, then everyone will come to you. So um, anyway, no. Um, I, I'll have to share about that another time, maybe. But it's a whistle that uh, my my grandfather learned in Scotland uh, at the Salvation Army in Scotland, and um, so um, and that was how they all wow. knew each other. Cool. And our family has this family whistle. Um, so how we all come together. He uses words. God uses words. He uses voice. Uses all different ways. But here it says he's calling us to himself by his glory and his excellence. That's so cool to me. I love that because of his glorious ex- excellence. Um, and it calls us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. What that looks like to me is he is so, his glory and excellence are so attractive, it pulls us to him. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to say, you come over here. He just says, I, um, because of who I am, I want to share myself with you. And because of that, we go, want to get closer and yeah. closer and closer. So we're pulled in like a magnet to his glory and excellence. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to me. I just I love that. Anyway, as he, as he gives himself, we begin to want more and more of him. And, and I just love that thought. And so look what's happening. By his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. So he's given us these great and precious promises. And then at the end of verse 4, that second sentence in verse 4, it says this. These are the promises that enable you. And Peter's writing to all of these believers. He's not handpicking the best ones. He's saying, enable you to share in his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. So because of these precious promises, it enables you to share his divine nature. Well, I'm not like God. Uh, but you are being given his divine nature. You are like God, mm-hmm. unless you're walking away from that divine nature. Right. Whoa, that's an imposing thought and an exciting thought. Mm-hmm. Because all I want is to escape the devil made me doitism. Right. And all <laughs> I want is to escape the I can't help myself isms. Yeah. You know. I that's all I want is to not be the dirt that I know that I am. And when Christ came into my heart forgiving me of that, and the Holy Spirit comes in saying are you ready to be done with that? Not just forgiven, but to be done. My answer is yes, <laughs> um, just because of myself. 
And now, knowing his glory and excellence, even more I say, yes, yes, yes. I not only want to not be me, I want to be like you. What a reversal that is. And for him to say, good, then I've made a way. Then you can share my divine nature nature with me, mm-hmm. and let's start taking off your worldly nature. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. To escape the corruption of my worldly nature, the, to escape the world's corruption caused by my human desires. Oh, Lord, yeah. do that for me. Mm. The devil made me do it. Well, tempted, right. but not made me do it. Right. Uh, what if Jesus felt that way in the wilderness or in the garden? Sorry, Father. Uh, devil made me do it. No. Mm-mm. The devil didn't even think he could make him do it. Right. He knew he had to tempt him. Yeah. I couldn't help it. I'm not perfect. If that's God's nature or yours creeping allowed, allowed to creep back in, um, I think it would be mine, not God's nature. Right. <laughs> My nature trying to creep back in. So I guess uh, I guess the rejoicing uh, that I'll call us to is in this God who's so glorious and excellent. So maybe um, today as you're driving or today when you get home, or I don't know if you go home and visit with family, or maybe you go home to an empty home, but maybe there's neighbors around you, or maybe you're stopping at the grocery store. Maybe there's a chance for you to tell someone else how glorious and excellent God is and just share that sharing that with someone else might remind you of the truth that he is glorious and excellent and because of that he call it it calls you by to his side excuse me it calls you to himself in very real ways saying i want to be near you and near that and like you and like that lord in the things that um i i'm still human i'm not god but i want to take on your divine nature. And Lord, let it overtake my worldly, sinful nature. Paul uses the term, I'm compelled by Christ's love. What if that were my only compulsion, Christ's love? Mm -hmm. Change that thought. That's not a right question, according to what we just read. The truth is, it's not even a question. That's what he's giving me, the opportunity to, so that that is my only compulsion, yeah. to be compelled by Christ's love. Continue to do that in me, Lord. Amen. Amen. We'll be right back. Salvation Army is behind the shield, right out of Knoxville, Tennessee. However, I am not in Knoxville, Tennessee right now. I'm actually sitting just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and in an area. I'm with I'm with a gentleman sitting across from me. His name is Chris Benjamin, and you're going to want to remember that name, Chris Benjamin. <laughs> He's a very talented guy and does does some great work here at the Salvation Army Territorial Headquarters. And we're so grateful for the work you do. Chris, thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you for having me. Well, this is great. You know, this is uh, this is exciting for me because I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting to interview you today. <laughs> 
But this has turned out to be fantastic. <laughs> Nor was I. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned out to be perfect, though. And I, yeah. uh, we interview so many people who work in the Salvation Army and who work alongside the Salvation Army in the Knoxville area. But I, I would love for people to get to know what the Salvation Army does, some other things that the Salvation Army does um, across the country and around the world. And Chris, you're part of that. And so if you wouldn't mind, just tell us a little bit about what you do do for the yeah. Salvation Army? So I'm the director of production and operations for mm-hmm. Soundcast. Yeah. And Soundcast is a, a ministry, a department mm-hmm. um, within the Salvation Army. We uh, create, record, produce radio shows and podcasts. Of course, um, everything is also now going video. And so you know, yeah. there's a YouTube channel dedicated to most of these shows as well. Yeah. Um, but that's us. And you know, I, I came from outside of the Salvation Army. I, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of like most people who did. Yeah. All I knew were the red kettles and, you know, what <laughs> happened at Christmas. Um, and when I, I found the Army, I came into this department, and um, that was really the first time that I learned that it was a church, that mm-hmm. the mission wasn't um, just social services, but the heart behind the social services is the love for Jesus and, and just sharing that to the world. So um, yeah. I was a worship pastor before, um, and okay. so uh, kind of after that, world after that, uh, you know, little uh, era of my life ended, um, I was a little lost for for, for a while and um, just kind of not sure how I was going to use all these skill sets that I had you yeah. know, in the past and audio engineering and everything. Yeah. And um, God opened the door here and I, I get to use all those passions yeah. to share the gospel. Well, you do some fantastic work here. I, I, I sample a lot of the shows. Major Cam, um, who's often on the show with me, my boss, our area commander, he... Um, he introduced me to to you uh, via email, and um, and then and then also introduced me to Soundcast, uh, which I had no idea that the Salvation Army did that much production work and and broadcast work. Uh, so I'm I, I am curious when when these shows are produced, who is the intended audience for for most of them? And I know all each of them probably have a different they do. audience. Yeah. But if you wouldn't mind, just tell us what's the what's the audience you're looking for yeah. uh, with these broadcasts, and who would enjoy them? So our flagship show, the mm-hmm. show that actually um, launched in 1955, yeah. <laughs> is Words of Life. Um, wow, okay. And that obviously, over that many decades, has has yeah. changed a lot in in format and style. Yeah. Um, and uh, kind of before it was sort of the show that was for your grandparents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we definitely updated it to. Uh, not only just kind of a wider age range and certainly a younger audience as yeah. well, but also in the way that we discuss the the work and, and the message of, of the Army. Mm-hmm. We want it to be something that someone who knows nothing about the Salvation Army can just enjoy a meaningful Christian radio show. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're doing interviews and sharing testimonies. We're talking about the work the Army does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then often a lot of our series are also straight Bible studies and, yeah. and deep dives. Yeah. Um, and so we usually have that segmented out where we have, you know, our, our banter section yeah. um, followed by an interview or a testimony mm-hmm. and then a, a, a Bible study. Yeah. Um, and so that, that format has remained consistent. And, yeah. Um, just kind of changing the style of that has yeah. definitely given us a, a wider And that's wider Words audience. of Life, you said. Words of Life, yeah. Okay. And then we produce uh, one-minute shows uh, mm-hmm. called Heartbeat, and then its Spanish counterpart, Latito. Okay. And those are just little one-minute quick sermons yeah. <laughs> just about everyday life. Um, they're sound-designed and, you know, have modern music behind them so that it's something definitely 
um, that a, a younger demographic, you know, your your youth groups and everything, you know, th- this is really a show comes out twice a week. That's yeah. just a little pick me up. It's just, you know, you wow. kind of hit the pause button for a minute and just focus on God and reconnect. And usually, you know, we hope there's something that you take away from each one of those yeah. episodes. That's perfect. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and I, I've, I've sampled a little bit of each and every one of those. And with the one minute show, it's a whole lot easier. I took several samples uh, <laughs> yeah. for just a few minutes. But you guys do great work. Uh, the products are, are really, really pristine sounding. I mean, the production quality is high. We're not talking about folks that you know just throw things together you guys really put a lot of work into this yeah and uh and i'm i was i was very very pleased to hear that I, i've got a radio a radio background and so hearing all the stuff that you guys are producing i'm like wow this this is really good stuff um and i love that that the salvation army finds that medium of communication to be so viable yeah. uh, that they're actually putting resources behind it yeah. uh, i love that now do want to get into a little bit. You mentioned you kind of glossed over the fact that you were a worship leader, and so I do want to hear a little about that because I would like for people to get to know Chris Benjamin a little bit as a person. We know what you do, but you know what? How long were you in worship leading? How long did you lead worship? Um, were you a contemporary style, or did you you know was it a little bit hillbilly? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I mean. Um... My my background is just music in general. I mm-hmm. you know I grew up playing drums and um, I toured with some bands um, originally from Philadelphia. And, okay, um, so not hillbilly then. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it, and really since I was saved, I always went to contemporary churches. So I don't know any hymns. I don't know anything old. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so even once I became a, a worship pastor, just a um, an opportunity, just kind of um, God opened the door and just spoke to my heart and said, you know. This now at the time I thought once I was in that position I've made it. Yeah. This is my thing. Yeah. I am Chris the worship pastor. Right. And I just went ahead and hitched my identity along with sure. this ministry that I was doing at the time. Yeah. Um, I now understand and embrace that God calls people to different places throughout mm-hmm. their life for a season for Absolutely. a purpose. Um, and so that was an incredible season yeah. um, in my life and. You know, I, I never really thought music would take me to, to, to ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in church. You know, I was, I can't remember not believing in God. Right. Um, my mom is a you know, strong woman of faith. Yeah. And, but then, you know, as things go, high school, college, you kind of drift from that world and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of get a little taste of the rock star life for a little right. bit. And, yeah. um, you know, when uh, God just kind of started calling me back to him more and really wanting me to use my passion for his purpose mm-hmm. um, is when I, I just happened to to find this church in, in Georgia that I really connected with, and yeah. they were kind of the the next mega church, and um, eventually they they needed someone to to lead, and I felt the calling and and took it and did that for uh, about seven years. Okay, yeah, okay, um, and then um, you know sometimes there's politics in yeah. <laughs> in church that just don't yeah. don't go well, and yeah. um, it was just kind of clearly time to to move on and yeah. find something else um and yeah honestly just kind of job hunting in the christian world found this this position yeah i didn't really even understand what it was at the time <laughs> but um went on an interview and met some of the sweetest people i've ever met yeah and um as i walked through this building i was just like there's there's something here yeah um and you know it felt like home that's awesome, and I love that you you describe it as it felt like home. Yeah. Um, I, I I can relate to having God kind of place you in the Salvation Army. I can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, I can also relate to the worship leading stuff. I've, I've 
dabbled in that a little bit myself in my past. Uh, but um, I'm I'm truly grateful that you are here and leading this department because it's it's evident that that God's got His hand on you, God's got His hand on this department and this ministry, and so grateful um, to you committing yourself to that and your talents to that. Um, he's certainly using using you in this role. Yeah. I, I'm excited, and I just I'm grateful they continue to uh, trust us and give us opportunities to to keep you know reaching further and further. At, you know. Yeah. Um, not just within the podcast world, but just, you know, what we create, they end up as little Instagram videos and just little, little bites. I mean, people call it snackable content, but when we're able to make snackable content, yeah. that's just about Jesus, yeah. about hope. And I mean, my favorite thing is sharing people's stories. I mean, yeah. we, we do Bible study series often, but the thing that I, you know, really have a passion for is when you get to hear, okay, well, this is God in the pages of this book. Mm -hmm. When we hear someone's story, we're reminded that he's so much bigger than just those pages. Yeah. And hearing that he wasn't just relevant then, mm -hmm. this is what he did in my life today. Right. And even when you're speaking to a non-believer, they can argue about scripture or argue about whatever. Mm -hmm. No one can tell you that you're wrong about your life. Exactly. I say, well, you know, you don't have to believe, but right. this is what God's done for me. Right. That's fantastic. So, yeah. I tell people all the time, God's in the restoration business. Amen. And regardless of where you find yourself today, God can have you somewhere completely different tomorrow uh, if you just trust Him. So if you're out there and, uh, and maybe God's been dealing with you for a little while now, maybe you just started this moment, mm -hmm. uh, please reach out to someone. You can always reach out to us. You can find us. Um, you can go to our website, SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. You can give us a call at 865-525-9401. And if you would like to, to hear this content, if you'd like to hear this wonderful, amazing content <laughs> that Chris Benjamin and his team are producing and releasing every day, uh, where can they go to find that? So they can find us at SalvationArmyRadio.org. Um, if you go there, uh, we do content in English and Spanish. The first page you'll land on, you'll get your choice of language, okay. and um, you'll find every show we produce right there and uh, links to your favorite podcast store, but we also have a little embedded player you can listen from that website. So, yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Well, Chris, thanks again for being here. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. We have had a fantastic day today, haven't we, Beans? Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> Took her a while. She's Janine. I think she's bought in I now, sir. Janine. Okay. Major Cam, thank you very much for joining us and for providing the devotion for this Why week you, as well. Why do you get boring when you start talking to me? And Huh? So I, I just think it's... Um, well... We need to go back and roll the tape back oh. just a little bit a, in here. Um, it's just because he gets joy out of making fun of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and I, he doesn't. She's not real. When he makes, he well, doesn't. The, the audience agrees. I think that's been voted on. She's not wrong. Yes, people love it. Loves when I speak. And, <laughs> <laughs> and how do you feel about Mayor Glenn Jacobs, Beans? I think the world already knows that. Gonna go silent. Thank you <laughs> know, I I love Chris Benjamin. Yes, I he's think we a all great guy. I enjoyed him Thank a lot. You. Actually, um, he helped us start the Holiness Podcast in mm -hmm. Florida. Yep, and uh, helped that to get going. And now um, he's been going to be a tremendous help to us yep. here. And um, 
No, I, uh, that was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And uh, for those of you that don't know, we are excited to announce that our, our content is going to be available nationally for download as a podcast here very soon. Uh, we are looking at uh, late April uh, for okay. that launch. Neat. And uh, so we're very excited about that. And um, you can, uh, at that point, not now, but at that point, you'll be able to find us, uh, find our, our podcast for download at SalvationArmyRadio.org. Uh, but, uh, but not now. That's later. After April. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they can find other Salvation Army shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are lots of others, um, too. That's true. I, the, I, uh, one of the neat things about the Salvation Army that I enjoy is um, there's family and friends who are who are or have been part of either those shows or the Salvation Army for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I, see, when I hear a, a name like Chris Benjamin or a... Um, I don't know some of the other Bernie Dake or some of these yep. other folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we've, we've got um, Nick Simmons Smith coming on at some point, yep. and some other people that are yep. coming on at some point. Um, these are friends of mine, so I enjoy also hearing what their podcasts sound like and yep. what's going on in other parts of the world and what's the Salvation Army doing in different places in the country. And so it's a lot of fun. That's uh, true. Enjoy it. Yeah, and so as Major Cam mentioned, uh, you can you can go to SalvationArmyRadio.org right now and. Check out all the other podcasts that are there, produced and distributed by the Salvation Army. And a lot of good stuff. I'm actually a listener of the Holiness Podcast uh, that Major Cain mentioned, as well as Words of Life. And so uh, check those out. Uh, late April, you'll be also be, see us joining it with Behind the Shield, uh, that lineup. So, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Very exciting. Again, thank you to Mayor Glenn Jacobs for joining us, yeah. the Knox County Mayor. He, he was great just to talk to i mean it's and it's great to get his perspective on things that are going on the work that we're doing the partnership that we have with the county and with mayor jacobs uh has been extraordinarily valuable and so we're grateful to him for sparing some of his time uh, to join us on the show also thank you again to chris benjamin uh who joined us and he is all the way over in atlanta georgia and um not a town i would want to live in necessarily (laughs) but it's great to visit you know it's nice to visit yeah. So anyway, any last comments or remarks, folks, before we wrap this one up? I, I tell you what I did enjoy is uh, hearing uh, Mayor Jacobs' um, initiatives and what he's driving at because mm-hmm. it touched our hearts in some of the things that we're driving at. And I just think that just speaks to how the Lord is trying to make moves, yeah. not trying to. The Lord makes moves. Right. Um, but how we're trying to listen and, and sense where the Lord is leading and, uh, and just how those things connected. Um, yeah. So I appreciated that a lot. Appreciate him and yeah. appreciate his uh, his support where he can of the Salvation Army. Absolutely. So praise the Lord. And the program that Janine is so uh, very much uh, a champion of is Reed City. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mayor Jacobs is very much, uh, very much championing that himself. And uh, he loves that program as well. I think he deserves a wrestling belt for that one. You know? A Reed City wrestling belt. Maybe our kids right. can work on that. Maybe they could. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Wow. I'm okay. going to I'm going to get on that. Yeah, yeah, you the, can work on that. The Reed City World Champion. <gasps> yes. Yeah. We'll start on that. Okay. okay. We're going to get great that deal. for you, Mayor. Decided. <laughs> Should we vote? Aye. Aye. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, thanks again for all of you that are joining us out there. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. Uh we do so very much appreciate you all um uh, being part of our family. And that's true. You know, you're you're part of the Salvation Army family when you join us every week. I'd I'd love to hear from some of them. So reach out to us. Let us know you're mm-hmm. listening. 
Let us know how we can get better at it. Uh, let us know how Ron is doing hosting <laughs> yeah. the show. Do we want to hear. Yes. Don't do that. So reach out Please to us. Give us a us shout know. and let us know if let us know if you're listening. It'd be it'd be helpful to us. We prefer the mirage. Um, so <laughs> yeah, talk just, to us. Just mention how wonderful the show is. Yeah, I think we're being pushed off the radio. With I hear the I hear the music. <laughs> we're being played off. We would okay. love okay. to hear from you. <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us through our website salvationarmyknoxville.org. Or our main line, 865-525-9401. And, of course, you can also reach out to us on Facebook as well. And let us know you're listening and how you love the show. All right. God bless y'all. Until next time, go out and do the most good that you can to everyone you meet. Thanks for listening to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. If you have an idea for a guest or for any questions about the show, reach out to us at ron.day at uss.salvationarmy.org. Or you can visit salvationarmysoundcast.org forward slash BTS for more information.